Um, first order of business here before we get into the show is go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, you might find the content pretty pathetic right now. I know. Um, I'm still trying to figure it all out. I mean, I never really been on the YouTube platform very much before. I talked about it before, like a while ago, I think, in previous podcasts, and and I talked about maybe making a YouTube channel, but I never came around to do it. Never really kind of figured out how to do it. Um, but now I'm I'm sort of getting a little bit into the gist of things. I mean, with it, um, you never really know. <clears throat> um, and second order of business, we're gonna we're gonna talk about what we're gonna talk about today. And then tomorrow. So today, uh, today's episode is going to be about the Novak Djokovic, Daniil Medvedev final. Uh, Medvedev getting his first ever Grand Slam, uh, coming back from 2019 where he lost to Nadal in five sets in the final. Um, he, I mean, he did say from that match he was going to grow, he was going to develop, he was going to find what he could improve on, and I guess it all comes down to that worked, right? Um, and, and another thing, you got to love the the FIFA dead fish flop at the end of the match. Um, um, a lot of people might have been unaware, unaware of what that was, but that that I I, I kind of love to see that. That made me laugh. Um, but so today we're talking about Medvedev and Djokovic U.S. Open final, and tomorrow, um, should I make a podcast? My next podcast, and having. I mean, if if there's a podcast tomorrow, it's gonna be about week one of the NFL season. Not every single game. I'm gonna go into depth too, but I'll go into depth about a few of the games. Um, and and then we'll. I mean, and and if I don't have a podcast Wednesday, then obviously I won't make a podcast about week one of the NFL season because why? When when there's a Thursday night game, it's right about to happen. I'm not gonna release a podcast. Uh, it's it's kind of kind of turns into outdated content. Um, but anyway, so this episode we got Medvedev and Djokovic, my opinion, and a little bit more, but maybe with some stats coming up on today's show. All right, so let's hop right in. So eight, it is Tuesday. September 14th, 2021, 8.39 p.m. Kind of late. I think this is one of the latest I've ever made a podcast. Sometimes I make my podcast at 7 a.m. in the morning. But anyways, hopping right in. First thing I want to say before I talk about anything else. Am I surprised about, am I surprised that Medvedev won this match? No, not at all. If Medvedev had won this match, Djokovic playing lights out tennis. No, I wouldn't be. Because in my mind, he's sitting at number two right now. He's the first player. I know it's kind of an old stat, but now that we're actually talking about Medvedev, it's something that I want to say. Um, Medvedev, since Leighton Hewitt is the first player to be ranked number two in the world, since Leighton Hewitt did in like 2002, 2003, or something like that. Um, he's the first player to do that that's not named Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, Novak Djokovic, or Andy Murray. Um, he's the first player to be ranked in that number two slot, other than those four guys, since Leighton Hewitt 
about 20 years ago. Um, so one thing going back to what I just said, can I say that I'm a little bit surprised that it was a four, four and four, three set relatively, I wouldn't say routine. I mean, he felt some pressure at the end, um, but very, very solid, um, decisive win. Yeah. I'm pretty surprised on that, on that part. Um, but but I can't I can't say I'm surprised he won this match. Um but but anyways, um Um so let's first talk about how Medvedev won this final. I mean, he's coming in playing some very, very good tennis. Um he won the Toronto Open um against Riley Opelka. He won that final against Riley Opelka just how I don't know exactly how long it was before um, the I don't know exactly how long it was before the U.S. Open, but he won that title before coming to uh, Queens or what? What's it called? Flushing Meadows, um, and he won that tournament right before coming to Flushing Meadows, and obviously on a very very big win streak. Um, and something that I want I like I want to talk about the most is I am a very big fan of Daniil Medvedev. Um, but he can be kind of a hothead on that tennis court. Um, and that's what killed him against Novak back in Australia. Now, Novak was playing some very, very good tennis, but, but before, before he was done with that match, Medvedev breaks four or five rackets after just dropping the first set, a close seven, five. I mean, it's not like the match was going to be over. And I feel like he took what he learned from the final he played in 2019. And he took what he learned um, about his emotions over the past few weeks and uh, how that has really helped him because he's number two for a reason. He's, he's not just there. I mean, he's, he's, he's a very well deserving of that number two ranking spot. So we know he has the talent and the skill and, and the belief and the confidence and all that. Um, it's just what he, I, I think he's starting to learn what it's, it's about what's up in his head um, going into these matches. And he stayed very, very cool. Even, even when he blew some chances, like there was a, I think there was a couple of games where he had a uh, double break point and would go on to lose the service game or games. And he, and I know for sure he had games where he was down love 40 in his own service games and would come back and, and win those service games uh, to stay ahead in the, in a set. Um, and, and obviously um, he he said post match that it was he was gonna have to really try to hit that second serve harder. We noticed what he was doing. He he clocked some second serves at nearly 120 miles an hour um, because he knew he couldn't give Novak any easy returns. Um, couldn't give Novak any easy returns, or else he would pounce on him and give and get uh, easy free points. Which playing a guy like Novak, you just cannot do no free points um and you just cannot give J- Novak an edge or else he'll just uh chomp on it and eat you right up um that was kind of cringy I should have never said that um uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just move on from that um but but yeah I mean just um so now I've spent I've spent a, quite a bit of time talking about uh Daniil Medvedev um and how he's improved on his mental side and that really helped him get this win but now I'm going to kind of turn it a little bit over to Djokovic. Um, 
he was kind of a, a bit of the opposite. Um, we know how good he is. He's one of the greatest ever. Um, you can obviously make an argument that he is the greatest ever. Um, but it he he broke that racket, I believe, in that second set. Um, and usually he's got that fighting spirit throughout a match, no matter what's going on, and no matter the way he's playing, whether it's really good or kind of poor, which was kind of the way it was in this match. Um, he kind of always finds a way to make a match interesting or a close contest, but it didn't really seem that way in this one. And again, not to take anything away from Medvedev, Medvedev fully deserved this. And, and I think he's going to be the new number one once the older guys kind of clear out, um, and it turns to the younger type generation. Um, but, but Djokovic, I don't think he did a great job, um, mentally, in this match, and that and that kind of comes down to affecting what was going on. All right, so the final thing, real fast, that we're going to talk about on this episode is Emma Raducanu's Cinderella, kind of Cinderella, I guess you could call it. I mean, we knew she was good. She made it to the fourth round, and at that, when she got that wild card to Wimbledon, um, but she gets all the way through and wins this title. I think it's the first women, maybe throughout the men's too, to um, win while having to play qualifying matches. And she got through all three of her qualifying matches without dropping a set and throughout every single one of her uh, main draw matches without dropping a set either. So, you, I mean... It's, and it's it's not like she wasn't playing great opponents. I mean, she she Owen won Cerebase Tormo. Now now you could tell me, yes, yeah, Cerebase Tormo isn't a top player necessarily anymore as of right now, but it was Owen one. And I mean, the only match that I would say was kind of like maybe a little bit of a fluke was the Shelby Rogers match because Shelby Rogers just I don't know that was you'd think that she'd be playing well in that one fresh off that win against Barty but I guess not but she got wins against Benchich and then Sakari as well I mean she I her ranking rises from rises all the way up to number 23 now and and she even beats Layla Fernandez in the final who Layla Fernandez might not be ranked what might not have been ranked top uh, coming into this tournament, but played a very great tournament in her own right. And all, and I really like one thing, one thing that I think is going to put Raducanu um, at the top of the game for a while is the fact that she, she is able to stay mentally tough throughout all things and, and um and I, I just I love her personality too. So and that's something that and she doesn't seem too arrogant or like like look at me or anything like that, which I think can keep her at the top of the women's game for a long time and literally a long time. She's only eighteen years old. Um and one thing from the final that I can take away is that I I, I like the way that she she was able to get through things like she she got broken. I th- I believe she got broken when she had multiple match points. Um, didn't convert on them. Um, and then she. I mean, I I guess as an eighteen year old, I mean, it makes sense. She kind of started like shaking a little bit, I guess. And um and but she she was staying as calm as possible. And then when she uh started bleeding, um and and it's 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 literally the rule where she had to stop and get it bandaged up. 
Um, Layla Fernandez kind of let her guard down a little bit in such a crucial part of the match. And um, Raducanu did a very good job making sure to, to stay ahead and take advantage of Fernandez not being in the best mental mindset um, and kind of not not moving on to the next what's going on um, during during the match. Um, and just Raducanu, I mean, I think that she's she's um, going to stay up at the top of the women's game for a while. And and but but I have to say that I'm definitely surprised that she won this title. But I can't say it's. Like I can't, I can't, I can't really say it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I can't, I can't say that I'm like, I, I don't really know. It, it's kind of like, I can't really say that I'm, I said I'm surprised, but well, I mean, I expected her to do well, but I would have never expected to win the title Um, and winning the title without dropping a set after even going through qualifiers. But yeah, so that that's going to do it for this episode of Fast Sports Talk. I'm Preston Green, and I'll talk to you next time on the show. Also, be sure to follow here, and be sure to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll, I'll talk to you next time.